Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. Is that hard to turn the knobs? Well, good afternoon and welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us today on Wednesday. October the 11th, 2023. Hope you're having a good day. Um, I, I hope fall finds us soon. I, I don't believe it has yet. It's supposed to be warm and windy again today. But glad we can uh, be here with you today and bring you all of uh, up to date on football, high school football, mostly today. It's getting that time of year. Obviously, we have the big Rivalry game this week with Thatcher and Safford to get into. It's the final week of eight-man regular season, and we've got lots to talk about, lots to get to. I did a deep dive in the Thatcher-Safford history, coaches and coaches' records in the series. Every single coach that ever coached in this game, I looked it up, and I found their record. And some of them will surprise you, I think. Dating all the way back to 1937. Took me a bit. But I was able to do that. Also, we'll look at the new power rankings this week. Uh, Does Pima stay number one? And how far are they above their number two? All of that coming up next. What's going on? Let's start with last week's football scores. As We'll start with eight-man. Let's start with eight-man football scores from last week. Baghdad beat Anthem Prep 57-0. Desert Heights Prep beat North Phoenix Prep 47-6. Valley Union over Duncan 46-6. Hayden beat Cicero Prep 66-0. Superior over Lincoln Prep 66-24. Maryville Prep got the 1-0 forfeit win over Sibiqiu. Actually, I lied. They had a rescheduled game with Mayer, won that game 56 to nothing. Salome beat Mojave Accelerated 68 to 26. Sam Manuel over Ray 40 to 6. And St. David beat Fort Thomas 76 to 34 in eight man football. In 2A football last week, San Carlos picked up a win. Congratulations to them. They beat ALM, ALA Anthem South 32 to 14. Arizona Lutheran beat Antelope 70-6. Camp Verde over Cortez 56-33. Chandler Prep beat NFL Yet 55-0. Mini Farms beat Gray Hills 39-0. Heritage Academy Levine over Arate Prep 38-8. Glendale Prep beat Highland Prep 54-24. Holbrook beat Hopi 54-0. Madison Highland beat Coronado 76-0. Parker, a win over Veritas Prep 28-21. Phoenix Christian beat Benson 40-21. Pima shut out Globe 62 to nothing. And how about this for a stat? Pima has not given up a point since the Marinci game. 
which means in their region this year, they have not given up a point in all of their region games. They have three more left. And I I don't know that it would be going out on too much of a limb to say that they may not give up a point in region play this year. I mean, that would have to go down as one of the best defensive efforts in 2A, uh, maybe ever, to not give up a point at all in region play. We'll see. They still got three left. I'll just say San Carlos and Santa Cruz left on their schedule. Tuba City beat Red Mesa 28-14. Speaking of Santa Cruz, they beat Santan Charter 22-19. Scottsdale Christian over Scottsdale Prep 46-6. Altisay got a forfeit win over Sequoia Pathway 1-0. Shadow Mountain beat Valley Lutheran 85-0. Trivium Prep beat St. John Paul II 43-0. St. John's beat Miami 59-14. Tombstone over Catalina 69-0. Tonopah. Wanted to have the most points scored. They beat San Pasquale 88 to nothing. And in what was a great game, I've I've heard a lot about this game. Wilcox beat Tankaverde 7 to nothing. That is a big time win for Eric Halmerson and the Cowboys down in Wilcox this season. They're still on the outside looking into the playoffs, so that was a big one. 3A football scores from last week. Winslow beat Chin Lee 27-0 on Thursday night. Sholo beat Fountain Hills 26-7 on Thursday night as well. In our game of the week last week, Sanford a 24-21 win over Round Valley to keep their playoffs alive, their hopes alive for the playoffs. Uh, Michael Chavez hit a 19-yard field goal with 24 seconds left to win that game for Sanford. That was a big win for them at home against Round Valley. Friday night, 3A scores. ALA West Foothills beat Yuma 42-6. Valley Christian over Borgade Catholic 57-12. Kingman beat Chino Valley 28-6. Dysart beat Kofa 77-0. Monument Valley over Ganado 35-0. Mojave beat Wickenburg 21-2. Paradise over uh, Paradise Honors over Odyssey Institute 57-23. Marinci heads to Push Ridge and gets the big win 14-7. That, the Gila Valley had a great week last week in football. Thatcher beat Sabino 27-20 in Tucson. Coolidge over Santan Foothills 23-20. And Page beat Window Rock 60-18. You take into account, so Safford wins on Thursday night 24-21. Marinci goes to Push Ridge and wins 14-7. And then Thatcher goes to Sabino and wins 27-20. Those are... Those are big wins. Those are huge wins in the conference. It also goes to show how good the 3A South is this year. If we take a look at the standings in the 3A South right now, in 3A football with three weeks to play, Thatcher is sitting atop at 1-0. Sabino is 2-1. Safford is third at 1-1. They own the tiebreaker against Marinci, who is also 1-1. And Pushridge is 0-2 in the conference. Bush Ridge is ranked number 10 in the state and their last place in the 3A South. That's pretty crazy. It, it, does it, it doesn't, doesn't make much sense, does it? That So Thatcher and Safford and Marinci are all ranked behind Sabino and Push Ridge. Sabino is second and Push Ridge is last in the region. 
I I would not be surprised right now if the season ended today, all five of those teams get into the playoffs. The entire region gets into the playoffs this year if the season ends right now. And they're going to beat up on each other the next couple of weeks, but I still think they all get into the playoffs. They are by far the best conference top to bottom in the state. Have been for a long time. I really do. I mean, I think with Marinci going to Tucson to beat Push Ridge, Thatcher going to Sabino and beating them, Safford beating Marinci, it's the three A's wide open. I mean, I really think that that's going to be a wide open region and the conference, I mean, once they get to the state level at conference. The rankings coming out after last week's games on the 3A. We were just talking a little bit about them. Mojave, the only undefeated team in 3A. They sit number one. Paradise Honors is number two. ALA West Foothills is third. Valley Christian is fourth. Florence is fifth. Sabino is sixth. Blue Ridge is seventh. River Valley is eighth. Thatcher sits number nine. Push Ridge is 10. Marinci is 11. Ben Franklin is 12. Safford is 13th. Gilbert Christian is 14th. Winslow 15th. Payson 16th. And that would be the way you would get in. In 3A this year, there is no auto seed for the conference or the region winners. Uh, they don't get the top eight. Nothing. It's how the season ends, 1 through 16, with the AIA PowerPoints. That's exactly how you go. So at this point, if the season ended today, we like to play this in the media. If the season ended today, Thatcher would be at River Valley in the first round. Marinci would be at Sabino, and Safford would be at Valley Christian in the first round. If it ended today, it's going to move because several of these teams play each other still. But if you look at it, in so Safford led Florence in the fourth quarter. I feel they should have won that game. Thatcher falls to Valley Christian by one on what many people think Thatcher got in. They fall to Paradise Honors early before Thatcher got things going. Marinci beat Pushridge, who ranked, who's ranked ahead of him. Safford should have beat Blue Ridge, turned the ball over eight times, and lost by one. So, that, that 3A, and I don't know a lot about Mojave or ALA West Foothills. They both play in the West, which traditionally hasn't been a strong conference or region, but I don't know. I don't know how good, how, how good they really are. I mean, obviously they are ranked high, but you never know. 2A rankings. Pima stays number one at 7-0. and Arizona Lutheran just behind them at 7-0. and Scottsdale Christian is third. Camp Verde has jumped to fourth after Santan Charter's loss. Santa Cruz, or excuse me, Santan now fifth. Santa Cruz is sixth. Tonopah is seventh. Parker is eighth. Veritas, ninth. Phoenix Christian is 10. Tanka Verde, 11. Bisbee is number 12. Tombstone is number 13. Chandler Prep, 14. Scottsdale Prep, 15. And Glendale Prep is 16. And that is actually Pinon down, down here at number 19 is 7-0. and And different than what 3A is doing, 2A is giving automatic seeds to their conference winners. So, for example... Pinon down here at number 19 and 7-0, and they're going to win their region. They're going to get into the playoffs. So they would bump out number 16. So just keep that in mind in the 2A. But here's, an, here's another thing to look at. 
Arizona Lutheran is inching up closer to Pima's PowerPoint rating. They are now separated by point three four percentage points. Point three point zero three four percentage points in the rankings. And that's due to Pima's low strength of schedule. They need some people to win. So, for example, that win for San Carlos definitely helps them once they beat San Carlos. If Safford beats Thatcher this week, that helps Pima's ranking stay high as well. So they can use some help uh, because their opponent ranking is probably not the top in 2A, probably not even top 10 in 2A. But Arizona Lutheran is creeping. So, So what I'm saying is it wouldn't be surprising if Arizona Lutheran jumped Pima to the number one ranking if they keep winning out. It wouldn't be just, they're just creeping, 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 creeping. I mean, for example, Pima's 14.8703. Arizona Lutheran is 14.8363. That is how close they are in their PowerPoint rankings. 1A football rankings, Hayden, number one, only undefeated team in 1A. Baghdad, number two. Cicero Prep is three. Salome is four. El Capitan is five. Muggion is 6, Seminwell 7, Mojave Accelerated is 8, St. David is 9, Williams is 10, Lincoln Prep 11, Maryville Prep is 12. Let's look that up real quick. I don't remember if it's 12 or 16 teams that 1A takes. So let, uh, let's, take, let's look that up real quick. The 1A football will be 12-team bracket. So that would be, as of right now, Valley Union, Duncan, and Fort Thomas all out. Valley Union at number 14 needs a couple of wins to get in. Uh, 12-team bracket in 1A. They uh, have to play a minimum of six games. Based on region standings, the top team in each reg- region will earn an automatic big to state. Remaining teams will be added to the tournament based on rankings. So team seeded numbers one through four will have a first-round bye. So there will be four automatic bids and eight at-large in the 1A. In 2A, it's a 16-team bracket. You have to play a minimum of eight games. The state tournament bracket will be seeded based on AIA rankings, but seven automatic bids from the regions and nine at-large. So just because you get in, so for example, we talked about Pinon. They'd probably get in at the 16 spot. They're going to stay at the 16 spot. They're not going to go into the top eight. And then as we mentioned, the 3A 16 teams, have to play a minimum of eight games, and it's going according to the AIA rankings. That is that is just a straight 16 is what I would call that. So that is how that will be determined. It's time to take a time out here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll look at this week's schedule, and then we're going to take a deep dive into the Thatcher-Safford history. Coming up here on Overtime. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us on Wednesday, October 11th. Hope you are having a great afternoon as we head into high school football Friday night. It hasn't quite started feeling like fall on Friday nights yet. I'm waiting for it. Crossing my fingers and my toes. 
Let's get into this week's football schedule. We'll start with 3A football. Florence is at Benjamin Franklin. Payson at Blue Ridge. St. John's at Chinley. Window Rock at Chino Valley. Push Ridge is at Coolidge. Page is at Dysart. Borgate Catholic at Gilbert Christian. Sholo at Monument Valley. Fountain Hills at Marinci. Odyssey Institute at River Valley. ALA West Foothills is at Sabino. That is number three versus number... Let me get my rankings back over here in 2A. ALA West Foothills is number three. Sabino is number six. That's a big matchup right there on Friday night at Sabina. Kofa at Shadow Mountain. ALA Ironwood is at Tempe. Safford is at Thatcher. And Yuma is at Wickenburg. 2A scores are 2A schedule this week. St. John Paul II at Antelope. Tonopah Valley at Arizona Lutheran. That's a big 2A matchup too. Tonopah is in the top 10. Tonopah is number 7. Arizona Lutheran is number 2. Benson at Catalina. St. John's at Chin Lee. Phoenix Christian at Cortez. San Carlos is at Miami. San Pasquale at NFL Yet. Wilcox is at Palo Verde. Alchese is at Pima. Gray Hills at Pinon. Heritage Academy of Levine at Santan Charter. Holbrook up to Red Mesa. Valley Lutheran at Scottsdale Christian. Santa Cruz gets the one nothing forfeit win over Sequoia Pathway. Kofa at Shadow Mountain. Bisbee at Tanka Verde. Mountainside at Tombstone. And Parker at Trivium Prep. And in the final week of the 1A schedule, Sam Manuel is at Baba Kivri. Maryvale Prep is at Desert Heights Prep. Lincoln Prep gets the forfeit win over Sibiquiu. Rock Point and Duncan was canceled. So Lincoln Prep and Duncan will now take the field against each other on Friday night. Ray at Fort Thomas. Mugione at Joe City. Fredonia at Mayer. Mojave Accelerated gets a forfeit win over Tempe Prep. Baghdad at North Phoenix Prep. Anthem at Salome. Hayden at St. David. Valley Union is at Superior. And El Capitan is at Williams. Hey guys, it's been hot out. Like, super hot. And if you've been thinking about trying Liquid IV, I've got a deal for you. You can get 20% off when you grab Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use code RADIOGUY at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code RADIOGUY at liquidiv.com. The history of this week's matchups, which if you follow me on social media, you've seen already this week. Let's start at Ray at Fort Thomas. We'll play each other for the sixth time since 2011, and the Bearcats have won all five of the previous meetings. I remember it's just the the socioeconomics of that area and which lead to number of enrollments in school. I remember my first time ever at Ray High School. They were playing Thatcher in the early 2000s, and – that's that now they're playing eight man football. That was the same with Salmon. Well, Salmon. Well was a big three, a school at one time. I did went over there with Thatcher one year and did a ball game and, and almost froze at the, on the top of the press box. It was so cold there that night, that night. Isn't it crazy? What, what memories pop up when you talk about going to certain schools anyways. So Fort Thomas looking for the first win against Ray on Friday night, Lincoln prep beat Duncan in 2020. And that's their only other meeting. So Duncan looking for their first win against Lincoln Prep. And out to say in Pima played for the first time in 1991. The Riders hold the all-time edge 4-3. to three, And this will be their eighth time playing each other. Fountain Hills and Marinci will be f- playing for the first time ever in football. And then the Thatcher-Safford rivalry 
dates back to 1937, but this is only the 41st meeting between the two. They didn't play each other from 62 through 86. And Thatcher has a slim 33-32 lead in the series, and there's been five ties. Thatcher has won the last seven meetings, and the last Bulldog win was 26-6 in 2015 when Mike Alba was the head football coach for Safford, who's now the defensive coordinator at Round Valley. So that is the... That is the... Um, that's the rundown on the matchups this week. So, because it is the Thatcher-Safford game, I did the the deepest of deep dives. So, first of all, in the series, number of head coaches that have coached in this series. For Safford, there's been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 different coaches to coach the Safford Bulldogs into this rivalry game. For the Thatcher Eagles, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 different head coaches to coach the Thatcher Eagles into this rivalry. That surprised me. That was the first surprise in this series. So this series happened from 1937 until 1961 and then 62 through 86 they did not play each other so it resumed the rivalry was renewed so to say in 1987 so let's start way back let's start first with the Thatcher Eagles the first coach for the Eagles to coach in this series Clarence Skousen 1937 and 38 he was 0-1-1 against the Safford Bulldogs. Wes Hastings from 1939 to 1940 was 0-2 against the Safford Bulldogs. Woodrow Lassure, 1941, 0-1, his only season as head coach. Bill McIntyre from 1942 and 43, undefeated, 2-0 in his two seasons as head coach, and that was the first Thatcher win against Safford, came in 1942. Leo Mortensen in 1944 was 1-0 in his only season, so that was three straight wins for the Eagles. Gov Allen, 1945-1947, was 1-4 against the Bulldogs. Joe Peggs coached for one year, 1948, for Thatcher. They played the Bulldogs twice that year, and he tied both of them. He was 0-0-2 against the Safford Bulldogs. Eldon Randall from 1949-1951 was 1-3-1. Against the Bulldogs, Gus Headington coached in 1953 and was one or was one and one. They played each other twice as well. Hank Barbaric, 1954 to 55. There was three meetings in those two seasons. He was 0 and 3 against Safford. Dalton Overstreet from 1956 to 58 was one and two against the Bulldogs. And Cecil Nelson from 1959 to 1962 was one and two as well. And then when the rivalry renewed, when what we would call the modern time, modern era, Jess Hughes was the head coach in his last season at Thatcher. He was there from 85 to 87. He is 0-1 against the Safford Bulldogs. And then Ed Shamey from 88 to 1995 was 4-3-1. Four wins, three losses, and one tie against the Safford Bulldogs. 
Flip the page to Jim Hughes, who was there from 1996 to 1999. He was 2-2 two two against Safford in his time. Then entered Don Conrad, who was there from 2000 to 2011. He was 7-5 and five in his tenure against the Safford Bulldogs. Then Dave Jeffries from 2012 to 2014 was 3-0 against Safford. Sean Hinton from 2015 to 17 was 2-1. and And Ramon Morales in his two seasons went undefeated. And Dan Jones has to, has as well in his three seasons. Safford has won the last seven in a row. And that is, that's the complete history of Thatcher coaches against Safford. So the most wins in the rivalry goes to Don Conrad. He had seven wins against Safford in their rivalry games. The undefeated coaches, I mean, every some there was a ton of one-year coaches for for Thatcher in that in this history. But Leo Mortensen, let's see, Bill McIntyre was two and zero. Leo Mortensen was one and zero. Technically, Joe Peggs didn't ever lose. He was zero zero and two. So there's three. And those are the only. Then, then you have to fast forward to Dave Jeffries, who went three and zero. Ramon Morales went two and zero, and Dan Jones is three and zero against the Thatcher Eagles. Now let's go over to the Sanford Bulldogs sign, and that starts in 1937 with Bill Geisel. He coached until 1942. He was four one and one against the Thatcher Eagles. Then you go to Sim Traw who was the head coach from 43 to 46. He was 2-3. and three. Then Gov Aker was the head coach from 1947 to 1956. He was 8-5-3 in the series in his tenure as the head coach. LaVon Schurman in 57 and 58 went 2-0 and oh against the Thatcher Eagles. Dean Despain coached in 1959. He was 0-1. Joel Favara was 2-0 and oh against the Thatcher Eagles. And from 60 to 68, but then this, this, he only got two years in there uh, before the rivalry did not uh, renew after that. So he was 2-0. and Then enter Ken Guzik from 1985 to 2001. He was 6-8-1 and one against the Thatcher Eagles. Mike Durrell from 2002 to 2006 was 3-2. and two. Chanel Jones from 07 to 08 was 0-2 against Thatcher. Bracken Walker from 2009 to 2010 was 2 and 0. Mike Alba from 2011 to 2017 was one win, six losses. Eric Halmerson in his two season was 0 and 2. John O'Mara in his one season was 0 and 1, and Bob Park in his two seasons is 0 and 2. That is the complete list of the Safford Bulldogs coaching tree against the Thatcher Eagles. So the only two coaches in the history of Safford High School football, to never lose to the Thatcher Eagles, LaVon Shurman, 1957 and 1958, and Bracken Walker, 2009 and 2010. Those are the only two in the... Oh, I lied. Joel Favara was 2-0 and as well in 60 and 68. So there was three coaches that have never lost to the Thatcher Eagles while coaching the Safford Bulldogs. LaVon Shurman, Joel Favara, and Bracken Walker. I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty neat. I, I was gonna. I was gonna jump further down the rabbit hole and talk about uh, the the overall average score since the since the series is so close, thirty three, thirty two, and five ties. Uh, 
I was going to go down another rabbit hole and see how close the scoring has been. Some of those, most of those early games were really tight. They didn't score a ton of points back in those days. I saw a couple 7 nothing ball games, a 7-2 game, 7-6. The ties were like 7-7, 6-6. Uh, there was one 0-0 tie in there. So that's how close it is. And this year's series, or this year's game, so most of that history has been huge for the Gila Valley. But it didn't really mean anything for the playoff chances of either team for most of those games. The last couple, when they've both been in the 3A South, have had more weight to them. But this year's game, the winner's going to be in first place of the 3A South. Well, if, if Safford, well, Thatcher's undefeated in the in the uh, 3A South, the only undefeated team. But if if Safford gets them and gives them their first loss, there's going to be four teams tied for first place. Potentially four. Could be two or three. But that's, there's the weight. I mean, that's, that's big. Obviously, there's no automatic bid, but, you know, you get to hang a conference championship banner and win the rivalry game. That's, it's big. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a big, big game on Friday night over at Eastern Arizona College. We'll be there, obviously, to bring you all of it here on KATO, HealValleyCentral.net. But deep dive, numbers nerd. So hopefully uh, some, somebody else out there appreciates that as much as I do as well. We're going to uh, step away one more time when we come back. We'll take a look and see who Cal Preps says is going to win the matchups this weekend in their predictions coming up right after this. Welcome back into Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today. Just about uh, time to wrap it up. Got a couple more minutes here. And we'll look at the Cal Preps predictions for this week. First, we'll look through our the local teams uh, with local ties. The This is from Cal Preps, who I wish that would be the, the ranker of all rankings, but we haven't got that far yet. Uh, in the 2A black, they have San, Miami over San Carlos, 42-7, to seven, and Pima over White River, Alchese, 62 to nothing. Uh, that is their prediction. Let's look at some of these our other... Um, other matchups. They've got Wilcox beating Palo Verde 42 to 8. They've got Blue Ridge beating Payson 31 to 17. They have got Thatcher over Safford 28 to 14 in their predictions with an 81% accuracy is what they're saying on their end. Some non-league games this week. Um they've got Push Ridge over Coolidge 28 to 14. They've got American Leadership West and Sabino. They've got ALA winning 35-28 over Sabino. That would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting. And in, in, let's see, any of the other area matchups, the the font is super small, and you've got to really pay attention, which is not my strong point. Um, They do not predict eight-man games, so... 
there are a couple eight man games on here, but they do not predict them. So it should be should be a good a good uh, good weekend for football for our local area teams. Also tonight, six o'clock, actually five thirty, but six five thirty pregame show, first pitch show, six oh seven first pitch right here on KATO. You can hear the Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers in the NLDS and host a pool party right here on KATO. That is where I will be glued to that game tonight because the Diamondbacks have dominated the Los Angeles Dodgers in this series. Although they're sending Fott to the mound tonight, who was only 3-9 and nine in the regular season, the Dodgers are going to counter with Lance Lynn, who was 13-11 and 11 this year. It seems like a lot, but that's the number I looked up. Um, so it's Lance Lynn doesn't uh, doesn't put a ton of fear into the hearts of Diamondbacks fans, but I don't know that Fott does either for the Dodgers. So it could turn into a bullpen game. The Diamondbacks are undefeated in the postseason. They swept the Brewers. They are on the verge of sweeping the Dodgers tonight, and that would be huge to get some rest uh, before the next series with the, either the Phillies or the Braves. So, fingers crossed, right? We can we can do that. Fingers crossed still works. And college football this weekend. It will we will have on our sister station, Sunny 102.3, 4 o'clock on Saturday. It'll be Arizona at number 19, Washington State. In football action. The Suns are in preseason. They take on the Trailblazers this weekend. The Coyotes have started as well. Their first game is uh, this on the 13th. That is a couple of days from now. So getting ready for that time of year. College football starts this week on Thursday night. Actually, tonight, Sam Houston is in New Mexico State, and UTEP is at FIU. The Braves and the Phillies on TBS at 2.07 this afternoon. The Astros and the Twins at 4.07 on Fox Sports 1. That'll do it for me today. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you at the big game Friday night over at Eastern Arizona College. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.